Hello, welcome to the Tillage Edge, Chagas' new weekly tillage podcast with me, Michael Hennessy. During these uncertain times, Chagas is committed to making sure farmers are kept up to date with the latest information, and this information on our weekly podcast series is one way of keeping you informed. And for our first episode, I'll be discussing nitrogen strategies with Chagas researcher, Dr. Richie Hackett. I first asked Richie about winter barley yield potential following the poor winter. There's a, there's a wide diversity of crops out there, as, as most growers will be aware, and there are some quite good crops with good yield potential. You know, they have a good plant population, lots of tillers. Then there, at the other end of the scale, there's some very patchy crops with uh, plants that are struggling, and those crops' yield potential will, will, will be impacted. Um, but I think in general, crops will look uh, will improve a lot over the next uh, two to three weeks as there are a lot of new tears appearing on, on barley crops. And I think potential yield potential will be uh, quite a bit better than many growers would have expected, say, three or four weeks ago. Okay. And I think a lot of farmers probably uh, recognize that uh, some of their crops weren't as good as they would have liked. And many farmers were out in early February or maybe even a little bit later on in February, but we've had a lot of rain in the meantime. Is there, what's your opinion as regards the nitrogen there? Will we be able to trap all that nitrogen or is some of it lost to, to the crop? Well, I suppose there were, there were two spreading opportunities. There was one at the very beginning of February and then there was one sort of last week of February, very early uh, March. I think for the, the nitrogen that was applied in late February, early March, that, that nitrogen should be fully available and I wouldn't have any worries about that, that nitrogen. For the nitrogen that was applied at the very beginning, beginning of February, where there was very low uptake of nitrogen all through February, plus the high potential of, of loss with all the rain that we got, it's difficult to say, but it's unlikely that all of that nitrogen will be still available to the crop. But except putting a number on how much will have been lost is, is very, very difficult. But you know, 10, 20% uh, may have been uh, lost out, out of the soil. But it's, of that, it's very, of that very proportion. To be so it's of, 20% of the, of the proportion applied. Yeah, to, uh, applied in February. Okay. So uh, yeah. as you say, as you, as you rightly say, f- um, crops have been, um, I suppose, maybe not growing as strongly, but the, the, the weather over this week um, will, will push them on very quickly. And I think farmers are out there constantly assessing crops to see how, um, you know, how good they are and maybe the yield potential might be building a little bit in their mind. Most of the nitrogen is applied, I think, to winter barley at this at this stage. Um, where guys were maybe holding back a little, do you think there's any opportunity, or how should guys approach maybe a final nitrogen application to to these crops if they think that the yield potential is a little better now than it was maybe a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, well, I suppose many growers would be using a, a, a third split anyway, and and they still won't have that applied. Um, so that that gives them the opportunity to go and reassess their crops and decide whether the crop actually justifies that, that third split or whether um, it maybe should, uh, the, the crop is not as good as they thought it would be and maybe they should hold back on that. But it, it certainly gives them the opportunity to apply extra nitrogen uh, if the crop is improved compared to what they originally thought. And I mean, you would normally apply the, the, the third split somewhere between growth stage 32 to 37, so before the flag leaf has emerged. So that, that gives growers another 10 days, maybe two weeks, uh, to make a, a final decision on, on, on the total amount of nitrogen that, that they should apply to their, their crops. For, uh, I suppose, the general um, 
winter barley crop. Are we talking about roughly the same level of nitrogen? What sort of levels are are they? I don't think I would. So there's, there's two reasons why you might make a, a, an adjustment to, to barley and indeed other crops. Is We had a very wet winter and growers may be worried with less nitrogen coming into the, in the soil coming into the, the, the springtime. Um, and that may well be so, but I think the differences, any adjustments on that basis should be very small, 10, maybe at most 20 kilos per hectare. Uh, the second reason you might adjust uh, your nitrogen this year is because of lower yield potential. And in that case, you'd be looking at reducing if you thought your crop was going to be maybe one ton a hectare lower than it would normally be. You might reduce your, your nitrogen by about 20 kilos uh, per hectare. Um, I would not reduce my my nitrogen inputs to crops by much more than about 40 kilos would be the absolute most I would reduce my nitrogen inputs to a crop. Um, you've obviously got to remember that if you put on less nitrogen, um, you, you're going to get a lower yield, uh, even if the, that crop had potential for, for higher yield. So it, it's a very delicate decision in terms of, of reducing uh, the amount of nitrogen. By all means, if the crop is um, compromised in terms of yield potential, do reduce your, your nitrogen somewhat, but uh, don't don't go overboard on it. Okay, that's great, Richie. Um, look, we might just move on a little bit and, and go and maybe have a touch on winter wheat. Um, it probably fared a little bit wetter, I'd say, or, or a little bit better over the winter, um, given the fact that it's a little bit more resilient. Um, where do you see the yield potential of the majority of crops out there? Well, I suppose, unlike barley, which is you, you need lots of, of ears per square metre in, in wheat. Uh, ears per square metre is less of a, a driver of yield. And once you have somewhere in the range of 400 to 600 ears per square metre, um, you, you have potential for, for good yield. And I think many crops um, have established reasonably well as reasonable plant populations, in some cases very good plant populations. Uh, and wheat seems to, uh, will, will have been tillering well and will continue to tiller well. Um, so I, I think for a lot of wheat crops, uh, there will be good yield potential. I suppose every field will we, we, have areas within it where uh, it, it has been drowned out or whatever, which will reduce the field yield potential. But the actual potential of the areas that where there's reasonable plant populations will, will, will be quite good. So uh, I, I think wheat will probably fare uh, better uh, than, than, than barley, um, okay. relatively speaking. Okay, and and just as a follow-on to that, um, in terms of the growth stages of where the majority of wheat is now, obviously we sown that a little bit later this year, so there there may there might be a little bit behind in comparison to normal. Whereabouts is the growth stage, and if we're looking at uh, nitrogen application to uh, wheats, what's the ideal growth stages we should be aiming for to to, to stick um, maybe the first one and and maybe the main split on? Well, of the crops I've seen, which would have been sown between the middle of uh, October and the middle of November, uh, the, the earlier, slightly earlier ones are, are coming up to growth stage 30. Some varieties may be at growth stage 30 and, and some of them are still, you know, maybe depending on weather, maybe a week away from growth stage 30. In terms of timing of nitrogen, uh, we would usually suggest that, that you would have your first split on um, by around growth stage 30 and then you would be applying your, your second split and have it on by around growth stage 31. So I guess mo most growers will have their first split of nitrogen on with the compound uh, already and they'll be contemplating their, their second split. Uh, so I would suggest uh, their second split sometime next week for, for a lot of crops will, will, will be um, the week after Easter. 
uh, that will will be when they will be going with with their their, their second place. But obviously, it will depend on the, the individual crop. So, in terms of the balance, Richie, for for the the quantities of nitrogen, are guys would two splits get out, or is it three splits, or what sort of um, quantities would you suggest? Uh, well, I, I, I think in this season a third split might be a good idea. Or I suppose we would normally recommend a, a third split where you're applying in excess of 150 kilos a hectare for environmental reasons more than for more so than for yield reasons. Uh, but in this season, it might be a good idea to, to go with a third uh, or allow yourself the option of a third split, and you can you can reassess your crop later in the season when you have a better idea of of what its yield potential is. And, and then uh, apply your, your, your nitrogen if, if the crop justifies it. In, in terms of uh, sort of the quantities to apply uh, at the different growth stages, you know, typically if you were going with a, a tree split program, you might look at something like putting on a quarter of it in the first split, half it in the second split, and, and hold back maybe a quarter or a little bit less for, for your third split. Um, and that's probably a good strategy in, 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 in this season. And you can decide how much of the third split to apply, if at all, when when the time comes and when you have a better idea of what your crop looks like. Okay, so there's still plenty of time then to, to, to get your nitrogen onto winter wheats. The, the bit I just want to touch on now is the fact that not every crop did as well as you would have liked. And certainly some farmers have decided that uh, winter wheat crops that went in maybe in not so great conditions and didn't fare well, uh, they now have to resow it with some sort of a spring crop. Where fertilizer has been applied to that crop, if you like, and, and are going in with the new crop, for that, uh, say, nitrogen or even P and K, will that still be available to the next crop? Uh, yes, so the, 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 the P and K will, will, will still be there. And obviously, if you're just resowing a crop uh, and you, want, you decide you must put on more uh, P and K, even though the stuff that you're applied is already still there, um, you need to take into account your, your nitrates allocations. Uh, the nitrogen will also be there, um, uh, so I, I wouldn't have any worries about that. Uh, the, the, the nitrogen that was applied to the crop before you, you ploughed it in or, or cultivated it in, uh, I would treat that as part of my main split and I would still apply some nitrogen in, in the seedbed to the, to the, to the emerging uh, crop, the re-sown crop. Uh, as the nitrogen may have moved down the soil a little bit and mightn't be immediately available to the crop to the new crop, but it, it will still be be present. Okay, and that's probably important from a, a financial point of view because it might be a little bit tricky to make money on the on the resown crop because uh, a lot of money spent already. So if you can if you can um, include that if you like in the uh, in in the total NP and K of the new crop going in, I think that'll that'll help for the overall economics. Just. Just switching a little bit now to yeah. yeah just switching this, uh, now a little bit to winter oats, Richie. Um, they, they're probably the crop that's probably look probably the best, maybe because of the growth stage or the way the way it stands up in the ground. But they're looking reasonably well. Now, Chagas have done a lot of work to the late Dr. John Finnan um, in terms of nitrogen work and oats. You might just give us an outline of how that research has changed our uh, management uh, for winter oats in terms of nitrogen. Well, I suppose before John did the work, uh, advice regarding oats would generally maybe have been to put on maybe about a third of your of your nitrogen in the first split and two thirds in your second split. Uh, but John did quite a lot of work looking at different timings and splittings of nitrogen in, in, in oats. And what he clearly showed was that timing often didn't have a very big effect on yield, but it, it could have a very big effect on your hectolitre weight, which obviously has considerable consequences for the price you get at the end of the day. 
And what he found basically was that it was better to apply half your nitrogen in the first split, so around growth stage 30, and the remaining half uh, at around somewhere between growth stage 31 and, and, and 32. Uh, and that reduced the risk of having a, a negative effect on your hectolitre weight compared to previously when it, it, it was a, we were going with a third uh, in the first split and two thirds in the second split. Now, now the, the clear recommendation is to go uh, 50-50 in, in, in the, the two splits. To divide your total nitrogen evenly across the, the, the two splits. Okay, we still have plenty of time for that. I think most winter roads are only around growth stage 30, so there's still lots of time for, for, for guys to get out there and put that on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the second, the, most guys will have their first split on already on winter roads and, and uh, the second split uh, will probably uh, come aground quite quickly now if, if the weather warms up, but you, you would still be looking at, at next week, so the, the week after uh, Easter, probably. Just finally, Richie, I'm going to ask you a quick question on malt and barley, as most of it's in the ground now, and we probably have some of it just about uh, going to break ground. Um, there's probably a good bit of nitrogen probably put in the seabed of lots of crops, but my, many growers will still uh, apply a uh, top dressing. Um, do you think this year is any different to other years in terms of we might be a little bit later and we would have liked maybe planting uh, malt and barley and also given the fact there was a um, maybe a wetter uh, year and there might be less residual nitrogen coming from the soils? Well, I suppose first on, on the sowing date, I think that the, the vast majority of, of barley will have been sown in March, which I uh, don't consider, which I wouldn't consider late, even though my, in growers in some areas might like to have it sown in the first half of March, the vast majority will have sown by the end of March. And I, I suppose that the, the other uh, point to make is uh, all, all crops are sown into really excellent seedbeds, which uh, sets them up for, for good yield potential. Uh, so that, that I wouldn't adjust my nitrogen based on uh, the sowing date in, in the current season. In terms of your second point regarding uh, the ver- following a very wet winter that we've we've had, uh, yes, the amount of nitrogen in the soil uh, at the start of the season may be lower compared to uh, no- normal situations, but the amount of nitrogen that the crop gets uh, from the soil will depend on as much on what's released from the soil between now and harvest as it does what's in the, the soil at, at the start of the season, and, and that's as yet unknown. So I suppose in short, I wouldn't make any diff- any changes to my nitrogen uh, input uh, in, in the current season based on, on the wet winter. And given that um, if I had good sowing conditions, I, I think I would be using what I would normally apply to, to my, my crop, be it a stilling crop or a brewing crop. Uh, and and I, I would go with that rather than making any drastic uh, changes to my input. Yes, Richie, I think that's a good point just to, to make the differentiation between brewing and stilling and distilling. Um, that's certainly to distilling, yeah, we're aiming for a lower protein content um, and probably should have a little bit less nitrogen applied to those crops. So, Richie, um, I just want to thank you very much for, for joining us here on this uh, inaugural uh, Tillage Edge podcast. Um, so, thanks very much for your time. No problem. Thank you for having me, Michael. That's it for my first episode of the Chagas Tillage Edge and my thanks to Dr. Richie Hackett for joining me on the show. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so you never miss a show. And for more information, go to chagas.ie. I'm Michael Hennessy. Thanks for listening. and I'll be back next week with more tillage news and advice.